once again bringing you a fresh episode of Popcorn Heroes. Bugga, 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 bugga. Pop, pop. <laughs> I wonder what happened there. I was just thinking about our our dumb <laughs> argument about <laughs> amphitheaters and stage. I got you on a technicality. Dude, it doesn't know. I never mentioned. I never mentioned specifics <laughs> of where it was. I said every you, every really? venue I've been to. Guys, we're recording. You're still arguing about this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you're comparing amphitheaters in Arizona uh, to amphitheaters in Miami. Expecting right, them then. to be the same is not going to yeah, be the I'm same. Saying, I, I like the fact that those amphitheaters were open. So I said every amphitheater I've been to has been open space. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Pop, pop. Yeah, after that. Pointless argument about amphitheaters. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Armando, your undeclared host, and to my right we have Pedro. To the front of me, I have Orlando. How you guys doing today? Orlando's the nicest, sweetest, most loving guy I ever met. Yeah, until we fight like yeah. every day. Jesus. And then it makes it hotter afterwards mm. when we make up. Hot, hot. I would hope so. Those, <laughs> those fights are pretty. Uh, Pretty intense, man. Pretty, Pretty intense. pointless, I was going to say. <laughs> oh. Pointless, but they, they, sure. Intense with emotion. You guys can make it sound romantic, but <laughs> from the bleachers, I just <laughs> facepalm hard from where you're st- From where you're standing. <laughs> All right, guys. So I want to open it up with, uh, since you, both of you saw The Killing Joke, I want to know what you guys thought about it. What's your review? And what will you rate it? So... This is an animated movie called Batman the Killing Joke, based off a graphic novel also called Batman the Killing Joke. Yes. Which is supposed to be kind of like an origin for Joker. Yeah, so let's keep it uh, spoil-free for the first few minutes. Few minutes, so you can you know, give a spoil-free review. You want a one out of five, or you just want me to kind of... Yeah, yeah, one out of five. You know, spoil-free review, and then we could go delve into what you get thought about it, and, you know, cross over the comic book and all that good stuff. I give it a two. Fuck! I was thinking it two and a half. I was like, "Well, I'm being more uh, generous." I, I, I give it a two out of five. So, what's your spoil-free review then? Um, okay, well, I love the comic. It's one of my favorites because it's just so twisted. It pretty much talks about the relationship between Batman and Joker, right? And it's kind of like a love-hate relationship they both got, and it kind of brings to the forefront. And then they come out with this animated movie that does thirty minutes of BS in the beginning with some. Some they pretty much put Batgirl as the main character for the first thirty minutes. Keep in mind the comic has almost nothing to do with her. She's only in like two pages. So I'm like, I'm excited to watch this movie, and then I'm watching. And I'm like, all right, what's this? What, 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 what is this? Well, why are we following her? Why are we looking at all this stuff? Right. And I'm like, this is pointless. Finally, after that dreadful storyline is over, thirty minutes in, almost exactly thirty minutes in, is when the comic starts, like first page, and I'm like, okay, this is good. And it's pretty decent, but still, some things are just better on the page. Mm. Orlando? Yeah, I would say like two, two and a half. Um, I didn't read the comic, but from like just the movie in general, I mean, I could say maybe they added her in like in it more because to explain like to humanize her character. Maybe just to explain like the, you know Batman and and her like dynamic and how they work and you know. And their ins and outs, whatever. Which is very controversial. Yeah, and it, yes. it, it could be more like to give. Like, could there ha- there's something that happens in the comic book that happens in the movie um, that happens to her? That happens to her, and maybe the fact that you have this 30 minutes in the beginning gives you more of like a attach an attachment to the character. You know, like oh man, that sucks. You know, but um, 
it just wasn't good though. I yeah. mean, like it so. Just, so even you that haven't read the comic, that's not comparing it like I am. I'm even not comparing you. it to comic. Right. I can, I can that's why you're saying that. Like, I can tell you, yeah. like I can tell you, like I can tell you though, like like you. I know what you're with the parts that are not in a comic from what you're telling me. Right. I, I could see read the comic book. Yeah. So she's there. Like, oh, that part wasn't in there. Right. Right. Yada yada. yada. I can just say the per- the person just watching it. I can tell you maybe that's why it's in it to give you more of that like uh-huh. attachment to it. But it still doesn't add to the movie. Yeah, it doesn't add to the excitement of the movie or any, you know. Yeah. I mean, you Batman has a long history already. Barbara Gordon, if you don't know anything about her yet, which is crazy, if you're a Batman fan, you're watching this movie. If you're you a should, comic fan in general. Yeah, you should know what happens to her, you know, and how she, be, you know, how she becomes who she is later on, you know, yeah. like. You should just know. So it's just, I don't know. I feel like watching this movie and then seeing that little like piece gives those first time viewers like more information about yeah. her. You know. And how long is this movie? Like an hour and a half. In less than that, like, uh, like, like an hour and ten, probably. Yeah, that's not typically the yeah. DC. Yeah. About an hour and ten. Yeah, I I would have preferred them to do because it's more of Joker's origin story. I would prefer more of that. Right, a lot more in that, of that because it it does tell you like what happens to him, but it's like it's like fluff, dude. It's just like mm-hmm. like just typical, like what you expect happened to him, you know? Yeah. It, but it would uh-huh. be better that you see but, him. But it's typical, probably because of that, because that's kind of right. where it all started. All right. right. I would prefer like you see him dive into the madness than okay. just where where it happens is that you know something happens to him and then. It's like oh he's a Joker and then it cuts to the surprise. Where, yeah. It cuts to where we're at now. Okay. More or less of like him dealing with the yeah, of yeah. all the stuff he he yeah. went through. You know. Okay. More of a psychological breakdown would have been all nice. Right. All right, guys. So right now we're gonna go into the spoiler part of it all, right. guys. If you haven't seen the movie or don't want to know anything about it or haven't read the comic and all the good stuff, stop right now. All right, guys. So let's do the spoiler part. <laughs> so yeah, like you know, she she gets shot as a, as um as a Batman fan. You know, but she becomes Oracle. So like right. you know, us knowing all this, everyone knows this already. Even if you play all the Batman games, right. yeah. you know this. So it's like I get it why they do it in there, just in case. Like for people who don't watch it, who never wa- watched it, whatever, yeah. and they're selling it as oh, this is Joker's origin story. You're like oh shit, I seen Joker in the movies. Yep. Blah, blah blah. I gotta watch this, and then you're like, "Oh, what about who the fuck is back yeah. here?" So maybe it's for them, you know. But it's not for us. Like this movie wasn't for us. It, yeah. But the, the thing is that the Killing Joke should have been for the comic fans because yeah. they're the ones who fucking know it, about it, the it, Killing it Joke. It was it was created because there was such a big uh, want for it. Like, yeah, all the fans were like, "Man, it would be awesome if you adapt this. Can you please adapt this?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know. It's it'll unadaptable." Like, blah blah blah. It, it'll be like if they adapt Red Sun and they fuck it up. Superman Red Sun. Exactly. Yeah. You know, everyone wants and that. And then they too. add some stupid uh, plot. And yeah. it makes no sense. But again, okay. go back to what you were saying. Um, well, anyways, let me just dive into all the points that I hated because I gave it two out of five. So the first 30 minutes is pretty much about her and how she's in. She's kind of in love. She, she's with not in love with him, but she's like she's like sexually attracted to him. Yeah, okay. So pretty much, actually, it goes both ways. So they both have some sexual tension amongst each other. Okay. Bruce, uh, Batman, and Batgirl. Yeah, and I guess they're kind of like showing that that finally there was a time where they just hooked up. 
So and, the, they, and then he's very overprotective over. So the comment, so the movie insinuated that they hooked up. It, it literally, no, 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 it, it, no, it, it literally up. showed them fuck on a rooftop. Yeah, oh, okay. she took off her shirt basically. She, okay. off, she, he, she got on top of him. Yeah, took off her shirt. Her bra was showing, and then she goes down to kiss him, and then the camera pans up, and then it's the next day. Yeah, okay. Right. So they, they and, literally and, fucked. And then, they and literally then, fucked. And, and then they confirm it because one of her friends is like, "Oh, so you guys hooked up?" And she's like, "Yeah." I made a big mistake. So yeah, they confirm it even then. It's not like he like yeah. it wasn't even like halfway, and then she's no, like, "I and, gotta and, go." And, and even a phone call to him because he starts kind of like like not talking back to her. You know, he he kind of like ghosts her after that. Yeah. And she's like, "Come on, Bruce, it was just sex." Like yeah. literally, she just says that. So literally, straight up, they had sex then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I I just thought it was like really raunchy for no reason like they announced it was going to be rated r so i guess they were like all right now let's make it like really rated r for no reason yeah but pretty much there's no point to have it why would you call it killing joke and then add this whole other subplot it doesn't add to it because i i know what you're trying to say they added it so you could feel more for batgirl when she actually gets paralyzed right but the fact of seeing knowing that what i would have preferred okay so instead of adding that whole subplot of her getting of her banging Batman and even the whole thing with the villain remember she had her own villain where she was like getting really mad and Mm -hmm. like crossed the line Mm -hmm. and started beating him up and Batman was kind of like yeah that's how I am with Joker Mm -hmm. you can't let that make you cross the line and then she quits so instead of doing all of that all that unnecessary thing like they pretty much told the same story twice that you can cross the line Mm -hmm. pretty much they could have just in the beginning showed her with Batman go on an adventure and her kick ass and then that's it so you can know she's Batgirl for the people that don't know and then that's it. And then kind of move on to the next scene and then start the yeah the comic. So she's still, in this movie, is she like a college student, high school student? Well, yeah. What is she portrayed as? College. 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 Okay. College. And then... So in the comic book, this doesn't happen. They don't hook up. They don't sleep together. No. The only time that they ever were implied to hook, to hook up is in the animated series. Later on, much later on in the animated series, like I want to say like the final season... Uh, Bruce Tim, which is the the guy who pretty much created the art style, yeah. he had this really weird idea to just fuck with people, and he implied in a scene. I forgot how the scene went, but they implied that they hooked up together, which is very strange because in the show before that, she had hooked up with Dick Grayson, which is essentially his son. Yeah. So she like got with his adopted son pretty much, and then got with the dad. That's kind of like strange. And then they actually. Um, confirmed it in Batman Beyond when Terry McGinnis, which is Batman's protege, is talking to old Barbara Gordon. She kind of says, oh, did you love him? Yeah, yeah, we loved each other, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And all those are Bruce Timm's shows. So he's had this crazy, like, fetish for Batgirl this whole time, and he's, like, trying to, like, shove it down our throats, like, no, ship them together. They need to be together. <laughs> so he's like, oh, we're doing this new movie, and it's rated R? Awesome. Let's let them fuck so people can, like... He did that, too? Tim. What? Same guy did... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Bruce Tim also wor- helped work on it. Oh, okay. So I was like, dude, you just you just keep you just keep <laughs> trying to ship them together and I'm just not... I'm not Shut buying it. into it. my face. I'm, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I always thought of it as a more dad and daughter and yeah. he just totally messed I always, up. I always thought it was like a protege thing along with yeah. the Robin characters. It yeah. could have been... I mean, I, I, I would prefer... Like, not kind of what you're saying. Like, show her there. Like, show her together whatever. But then maybe show... Like, maybe show like Bruce Wayne... Like as like like regularly and then uh-huh. and like maybe she's a know that he it doesn't really it doesn't really imply that she knows that he's Bruce. Yeah, she literally says Bruce to him. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah like in the phone call. Oh, and okay, stuff. okay. Yeah, she. Knows. I would I would have I would have liked it like like him like checking up her at school or whatever as Bruce Wayne like oh 
how you doing, blah, 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 or something like that, you know? Like, just, like, watching over her, and then, like, you know, like, like the father and daughter yeah, kind yeah. of thing, you know what So if something happens to her, it really yeah. gets him angry. Exactly, yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. A- any one of those I would I would prefer, like, that, and then jump into... And, and, and it wasn't even just it was controversial, because, like I said, I've watched the animated series, it's my favorite. It's controversial there. The fact that they'd spent so much time of the movie into that subplot was what bothered me, too. It's like, like we all said, we came here for Joker, yeah. killing joke. We right. didn't come here for... Uh, you know, some, C- some CW stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's also implied that Joker rapes her, I guess. You know, a lot of people took that, but... So we're, we're diving into the actual scene now. So did the, did the actual scene play out as it played out in the comic? Yeah, exactly Exactly the, the way? Okay. So pretty much he she opens the door. She's uh, she's just with her dad. Yeah. And then they're having hot cocoa. And then he, she opens the door and he shoots her. Yeah. And then kidnaps Gordon, and then the scene that you're talking about is where he starts undressing her, and then it cuts, cuts mm-hmm. to the next scene. So yeah, some people always thought that it implied that, but I never saw, I, 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 I never saw Joker as like a sexual person. I can't, I can't. O- o- only towards Batman. I, yeah. I saw, it, I saw it and as Harley, a, of course, but I saw it more as a humiliation. Yeah, yeah. He took pictures of her naked to try because okay. So the whole point of the comic, the movie, it was all to, sh- to prove a point that. Joker isn't that much different from everyone else. He even says, everyone is just one bad day away from being me. You're just yeah. one bad day away from being me. And then he even tells Batman, you had a bad day once, right? Isn't that why you're like this? So he kind of proves that point. So he tries to give Gordon that bad day to make him cross yeah. the line. And then Gordon is like, when Batman saves him, he's like, oh, still go by the books. Like, don't give in. Yeah. Like, even though... Don't kill him. Bring him in by the book. Yeah. Like, do right. Like, don't... Don't let... Don't, don't yeah, become... And, and don't he was kind of like, he can't win. You know? Yeah, don't become like him. Because that's what, that's what, you know, Joker essentially wants is for Batman to snap, you know? Yeah. So... So pretty much when Joker's like, ha ha, I made him go crazy. And Batman's like, no, he told me by the book and that's how we're going to do it. And yeah. he's like, shit, like, he's plan, <laughs> you know... So pretty much all of that, the implied rape scene, I didn't take it as that. I took it as a humiliating but her, obviously. It's a very but taking pictures naked to like make him think those things and make him probably go nuts. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't. I, I, knowing, I never saw it that way. See, I mean, and it's funny because I'm sorry to interrupt your point, but, but it's funny because recently, when this movie was first being announced and when it was first, you know, trailers were being shown and stuff like that, it made people want to delve back into the comic book. Maybe we made all these groups delve in back into the comic book, and people who really don't really know anything about the book or they didn't read the book, they're they're implying that oh that that's that's uh, perpetrating um, rape, rape you know the rape raping culture. of women, the rape culture, and all that stuff. And you know a lot of people, a lot of you know there's activists going after the book now, saying yeah. that, you know all this crap. So I do agree with you that that. That whole entire scene never, for me, when I was reading it, and a lot of people who read the comic, yeah, always felt that that scene was a sort of a humiliation towards Barbara. Yeah, trying to humiliate. It, it's her still a terrible to, scene, no matter it's, what it's you take. Right, 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 exactly. Because that's the purpose. I mean, of it. I don't see, and even if it was a rape scene, I don't see why people be in protest. It's not glorifying rape or, yeah, or not, celebrating not at all. It's the or, or, or celebrating rape. So it's, it's, it's pretty much showing it's one step to madness. Exactly. Like, like, like. Yeah, so you see him like even the fact that the guy is going, they're sending in Batman to get this criminal. Is, so it said that what he did is not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really see the point of actually being up in arms for this. Yeah, but that it's like I was saying, people, people, people who protested that or who were against that were because they didn't really read the comic. Right. They just saw these panels and it's oh, like, oh, yeah. you know, 
oh, why, why are they showing rape in the comic yeah. book and all that crap? I'm like, dude, this comic book is old as hell. Yeah. It's like 20 and, years old. And it's written and by Alan Moore, Adam which is Moore. no stranger to rape things. Remember, he did Watchmen and there was that and, scene. Yeah, and yeah. he's like the weirdest guy too. He, he's he's wacko. Yes. But like I'm saying, like you're you're getting up in arms about this book now after it's been written for twenty years. Yeah, it's because it's back, you know. And, and people love Joker now, and you know. Yeah, and it's the whole point that it's coming. It's since they're making that movie about it, people are, are trying to re reinvigorate, reinvigorate the whole protest about the comic book. But why are you doing that? It's been written for twenty years, and yeah, so yeah. now you're yeah. trying to protest that book. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I can understand it if it it put up a a a. a a pretty face on it like saying it's okay but it doesn't it doesn't it do that it doesn't do that and it's only implied it's it implies to certain people and it's it's not really legit so it's just like yeah i guess it's the perception of how you see those right panels. you know and there's there's so much stuff in the movie that is like there's always so many other things that are happening in the movie that's wrong you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you batman is hooking up with this girl like 19 8 you know 20 whatever yeah. but how old is batman like 30 40 you could take that into account but you don't want to or there's so many but things it's not that bad it's like so, a it's 10, not that, it's 10, not that. yeah 10 year difference it's not that bad like that. but yeah get, granted she was like a year younger 18 or 17 boom yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah, you're crossing the line you're crossing the line so it's like there's so many other things to be upset about and like i said it's not really Paint a bright picture on rape, which is no. A, no. That, right. that, that so, book itself is not painting a good picture on anything. It's, right. It's a very, very dark book. Yeah. So, um, I mean, aside from the first thirty minutes, what else I didn't like? I don't know. Uh, it, like I said, it's one of my favorite comics. I've yeah, read it. I, I've read comic. it back and forth, and it just had a weird sense of suspense. Like as you're reading it, you could feel like the madness coming, mm-hmm. and I was expecting the animated version to kind of go crazy with the colors. Yeah. To go crazy with the actual part where Gordon's supposed to be semi going mad, mm. it was very straightforward. And I noticed that the animation was kind of cheaply made. Like it looks like they shipped it off to like a Korean company or something. Yeah, where it was like missing in betweens, where it wasn't smooth. So it was cheaply made. Um, and yeah, like all this hype, and they didn't put any more money in it to make it beautiful. That's so weird. So yeah, I felt that with a bigger budget, sure, it probably would have been better. The DC but, animated movies tend to be very well made and very good. Yeah, yeah. But this one, it looks like it was the cheaper of the bunch. Right. So it, it, just, it, it just didn't translate well visually, at least. Because, you know, when, when you read books or comics, you kind of visualize a scene in your head. Right. And this one just didn't do it justice. Now, if you watch Red Hood, that one was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was really but this one, it just left me, you know, wanting more. Like, it, 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 it pretty much went panel by panel. They added more action scenes, like where he fights the freaks. Yeah. None of that was in it. He didn't fight any crazy freaks. They added that for action. But but even so, it just wasn't visually there for me. So. Yeah, I, I agree. It didn't it, even for me. It's, it felt like a subpar Batman episode. Mm-hmm. That's basically how I felt. It doesn't feel like I'm watching like a movie. Like, and sometimes like the Red Hood and some other like anime Batman movies are freaking like they're really shit. Good. Yeah, and those had a lot of motion to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it, and the story is not like kind of like one dimensional. It's it's all these things are happening at once, and this is just like yeah. Kind of by the books, like where I even though I like say even though I didn't read the um, comic book, I knew where they were going and I knew mm-hmm. like what happened at the end. Like I saw it all coming. I mean, I did like how it ended though. The ending is fantastic. Yeah, so, like, the the joke. Yeah, when he tells us the joke. That's but that's not, how the comic book ended too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they they pretty much catch up to each other. They tell a joke. Yeah, which is like oh, these these two robbers are are uh, running away from the cops and then they think they're on the. They're, no, no. These, go, two, the, these two patients break out oh, of an insane they, they, asylum. There it is. There it is. They get to the roof, yeah. and they're like, we're going to escape. Oh, look at it. You could just jump from roof to roof. There's like buildings next to each other. They could just jump from roof to roof, and they'll escape. Yeah. 
And he's like, I don't know. That's kind of a big jump. And the first one jumps. And then he's like, I can't do it. And he's like, here, I'll tell you what. And he turns on a flashlight and then he shines it. And then he's like, look, just stand on my beams of light as a bridge and you can make it. And he's like, what, do you think I'm stupid? You're just going to turn the light off when I'm halfway through. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) So Joker tells this joke at the very end when Batman has him by his clutches and they both just start laughing. Both of them. They just, and then it just kind of cuts the credits and that's it. Yeah. But that's how, I think that's how, if I remember correctly, that's how it ends in the comic book too. And I mean, it was Kevin Conroy as Batman, which will always be everybody. And Mark Hamill Mm -hmm. as Joker. Fantastic voice work. Although, you know, I don't know. It, it, it seemed like I don't know. Maybe it was just like I said, visually, and the whole movie kind of stumped. But yeah, I mean, read, the, the, think about it. Think about it. Reading it, like reading it, is yeah. just like you're visualizing the scene, and it's like when yeah, sometimes things don't like, yeah. like when you visually see it, it doesn't really like take add well, you know. It, it, it just broke my heart because it's my two favorite voice actors in like Batman. Like yeah. they make they make movies great, and, and they came back just for that. Too. And they came back just for this, and. They didn't make it. This right. is like the first time I've ever could honestly say that they were in a movie together and it wasn't good. I, I felt that maybe it's the reason why it wasn't as well as because of the controversy that the movie had. And maybe DC wasn't, was felt unsure about it. And it's the reason mm-hmm. why maybe they cut the budget for it or something like that. It could be a reason, man. I mean, there, there's no, there's, there, there's no I, other reason why such a comic book as powerful as The Killing Joke would feel that way, the way it was. Will be badly reviewed as the way it was. I always felt like they only did it because the fans wanted it so much. So it was almost like an unofficial Kickstarter. Like people kept writing in, people kept asking for it, and they were like, "Fine, you want it, you got it." So they kind of like said, "Hey, what money do we got laying around extra? Uh, let's just throw that in Killing Joke." Well, I mean, know? it's like they gave you what you wanted. Like the panels, they they, the, the panels that started the book are are there. for the most part are there. Yes, and so they're like, "All right, let's well, we could add to it because it's, it's a short movie. It's a short. It's gonna be a short movie. Yeah, because the comic book is only like what thirty yeah. pages." It would have honestly been 30, the thing. 30 just, to 40 minutes it's long. A, it's just the writing. The writing team thought, hey, let's give Batman, Batgirl, more of a story to, mm-hmm. to do to more for filler. To filler. fluff the, the story. Yeah. And they're like, all right, cool, let's do that. You know, I, they, I mean, I would have preferred literally like a, like a scene going into madness, like seeing Joker when he falls into the pit of uh, acid and yeah, yeah. emerging out of it, going through like going crazy. Like maybe later on, like getting like, you know, like you know, painting his lips and actually doing a full clown thing, yeah. and then getting the suit, and you know, right. doing robberies and stuff like, like a that. Like yeah, yeah, like crazy. just him going right. just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, it you see in the in the in the movie in the movie in the book, you hear the family, his family die. Mm-hmm. So I would like him go back to his house and then like fuck maybe paint around like paint their family or something, that would or, have been nice. or like play with them, like you know, like like have like a, like maybe like cutout boards of them like at his house he's like talking to them you know I'm like like see him dive into the madness mm-hmm. and then you can see like the reasoning why he does everything That's you know true. what I'm saying they added a lot of extra shit they might as well yeah, have added like, that like, like, the, that sounds good, like the only reason you think the only reason for him being the joker is because he he sucked as, he sucked as a stand-up comedian That's it yeah. and so then he wants so that his villain is telling jokes and being you know crazy but it would have been better to see him fully like you know like do go crazy and then do jokes to like nobody, like mm. like he's in his at home and he's talking to like pillowcases and he's doing doing jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would have been better to see him dive into that madness. Yeah. Than to just oh I'm the Joker because I feel as a comedian. Now I'm doing crime. Boom. And mm. then cut to where we are now. Like. The, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know? For Batman, you've had years and years of years of him diving into becoming Batman right the training yeah exactly the, the trauma yeah. there's, a, there's a bunch of comics for it why and someone as big as Joker why doesn't he get the same treatment 
you know? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. another reason why he doesn't get the same treatment, although I do agree for this specific movie, right. it should have been something movie, like that. Not, not, there's comic books that yeah, yeah. Get, here and there I, that, I, give, I, him, that I give him more agree. backstory. But really what people like about the Joker so much is that he has no real origin. Yeah. He's but, a mystery. Yeah, yeah. But I do agree with you. For the sake of this movie, it yeah. should have definitely been like that. So you replaced a bad girl with this. That's it. Yes, completely. Yeah. And then it would have, the killing joke. Yeah. Have. It would have played well. So? Yeah. So I guess it seems like the killing joke is not something that's worth someone's time if they're really into the comic book in general. I don't think there's better animated movies out there. It's not a don't don't kill yourself to watch it. It's a joke. No, that's better. <laughs> so it killed. These puns are horrendous, just like the movie. Then, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, just to break it down, neither Pedro nor Orlando enjoyed the movie. And their puns is just as bad as the movie. And you should skip out on it. Too, and it so. uh, seems like I'm going to skip out of it because it's not going to be worth my time. Honestly, if you want a recommendation for animated movies, Mask of the Phantasm is fantastic. Yes. And uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. Under Those the are the Red two Hood. best. The best. And Very that's, good. that pretty much wraps it up for your, your recommendation of animated <laughs> So skip this. Of DC animated movies. Yes. <laughs> skip. On oh, no, the Flashpoint. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, I we're very split on that. I did not like Flashpoint. But I, you I didn't mind did. it. I didn't mind it. I okay. Liked it. I liked it. So, right. so, so you could throw in your recommendation. All right. Yeah, so sure. skip the killing joke. Go watch Another Red Hood and the Massive Phantasm. And maybe if you want to, go watch uh, Flashpoint. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So, Pedro, uh, you had another topic you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, over the weekend, the new Harry Potter book came out. And, of course, I got it. I mean, I'm not a Potterhead or nothing, but my wife definitely, definitely is. So she pre-ordered it. We waited till midnight. We got it. And uh, she's been so busy, she hasn't got around to reading it. So I thought, hell, why not? Let me get into reading it. Right. And I, I finished it. I finished it today, actually. So I'm going to tell you what I thought. Wait, you got it what day? Like I got it on Saturday night. So technically, I started Sunday reading it. Jesus. Yeah, you finished it quick, huh? Is it big or no? No. Well, okay, so let me explain this first of all. I didn't really know anything about it. It felt like the, the book came out of nowhere for me. Oh, I was like, what? She's doing another book? And then I started reading about it. I'm like, wait, it's a script for the Broadway play that came out on the same day, Sunday, which is yeah. actually uh, which was actually uh, Harry Potter's birthday. The character. Oh, okay. And J.K. Rowling's birthday. She made her birthday the same. So <clears throat> in London, that, that play premiered, uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So I guess to celebrate the Broadway play, she decided to release the script that... Uh, but she wrote the script. Her and two other people helped. Okay. This is where it gets a little weird because there were a lot of things that I didn't really dig about it. And I'm not really sure if that was her or the other two guys or maybe a combo, a combo of both. Right. So anyways, for starters... I was already a little thrown off by it because it wasn't a book. It's a script. Right. So when you turn the page, it'll say act one, scene one, right. and it'll say Harry, the name, and then you'll see what he says. Right. It, it reads then, differently. Right. right. So from the get-go, it's not detailed. It doesn't tell you exactly how the scenes look. Like when you read novels, it'll tell you what room they're in, how it looks, how it smells. Like everything, it paints a picture. So exactly, so you can like visualize everything, and that's what one of the things that everyone pretty much loves about books is you can kind of like create the world in your head. With the script, you don't get all that detail. So let's just say this: there were a bunch of times where they introduced new characters in there, and they don't describe what the new characters look like. 
So I kind of visualize something about them because I have no choice. They don't explain it. And then somewhere like in the middle of the book, they'll mention how old she is. And I'm like, shit, I thought she was like super young, like a child. I guess she's like a teenager. Okay. So I had to kind of like in my head, re-scramble my image. So as I'm reading and visualizing, and then at the very end, they're like, oh, she has white and blue hair. And I'm like, what the fuck? So it really bothered me. <laughs> that, that's really weird because I, I've, I've read a lot of scripts, you know, I've read a lot of TV, uh, TV show scripts. I've read a lot of uh, movie show scripts. Mm-hmm. I mean, movie uh, scripts. Yeah. And typically when they introduce a character, when a character first comes in, it gives you a little small caption of that character. Exactly. And like, um, John, straight, mash, uh, tall, hairy, beard, yes. scrawny guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of with, with, uh, with an evil look in his eye. Yeah, you know, they, they kind of give you... They give you a small mini description. Exactly. You know? and, and, and of course, upon entering the scene, they kind of describe you the scene too in the script. You yeah. Know, it's, the whole point of the script is to give you an idea... And then the director and the team kind of right. builds that world around that idea. Yeah, because yeah, the script is it's, it's what you're selling. Yeah. So when the person's like, all right, what, what you got here? What is this? Yeah. You give them, and then they can actually try to put visually put down. Yeah. To, on, so pretty on, much on like, stage. Let, let's talk about, let's say right now in our podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So the script will open, will be like, whether it's a cold open, a hard open, soft open, whatever it is. So let's say it's a cold open. A cold open pretty much means it just, it just automatically pops up. Like, we're in, the, we're in this. So and it'd be like cold open, room, kitchen, uh, a messed up table. And, and it'll say what cups. time of day, nighttime. Nighttime, cups, yeah. tables, uh, you know, white cabinets. Yeah, refrigerator. Old. Or, or Orlando speaks as he sips into cup. You know, as stuff he like sips that. into cup or stuff like that. They, they kind of paint you a little picture of how it's gonna happen. So don't get me wrong, the book did do that, but it did it nowhere near as much detail as you're saying. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's a play. Right. And so I don't know. That's still weird because a play should inflect emotion yeah. too. Like like if Harry's scared, it'll be like a uh, Harry it, shivers. It, it, it still does that. Voice it it still something. does that, but it's not as detailed. But but it'll say that. You know, like Harry looks down and then it'll say beat. Yeah, beat is a pause. Yeah, the pause. It'll say beat and then he looks and then he says meets eyes with his son. You know, stuff like that it'll mention. But like Character I said. Stuff. But it doesn't describe the areas. It, it doesn't describe areas. Not really. It doesn't describe characters. It doesn't describe new characters. It really bothers me. Because, you know, when they say Hermione and Harry, we all know Hermione all and right. Harry. So another thing I know about scripts, sometimes they don't do it in the the script itself, but they do it in the page before. They yes. give you a list of the characters and their descriptions. I was just going to get to that. Oh, because okay. Because I read, uh, you know, Shakespeare plays and stuff like that. Yeah. And yes, the first page has the list of characters and a quick run down one sentence very general description they didn't do that but i think the reason why they didn't do that is for spoiler purposes mm. which this is my spoiler free review so i'm not going to get too much into detail well you could do a spoiler one let's, let's finish off the spoiler spoiler free and we'll delve <laughs> into the spoiler t- spoiler tastically all right yeah yeah okay. all right so so right now you're still in the spoiler free area spoiler free so okay so my first already strike reading it was that it's a script i mean Obviously, I should have done research and known it was a script. As soon as I grabbed the book, I read, I saw the the cover and it says script written by J.K. Rowling and these two other dudes. And I'm like, all right, this wasn't what I expected. But that's fine. As I'm reading it, I was like, you know what? I get it's a script. I get it has all these little script problems that come in because I'm used to novel. But let me still give the story a chance itself. Now, when it opens up, I actually like it because it, um, 
it takes place, what, 20 years, I want to say, after the film. So he's already older. Harry's already older. It talks about the kids. Not his oldest kid. It talks about his youngest kid, Albus Severus, okay. which is named after Dumbledore and Snape. So it kind of follows him at school trying to – it's his first year of school. That's where it starts. And it's him how he like – how does he survive at school now that his dad is this world-famous Is it first wizard? year – Hogwarts? His first year. It starts off in his first year. It fast forwards through it so, very, very quickly, okay. the book. But yeah, it's his first year, and it's like he's got that reputation. Like, oh my God, it's the son of the boy who lived. Like, yeah. you got to be awesome, right? And then things don't work out too well. He's not popular. He's not. He's pretty much nothing like his dad in a way. So he starts getting made fun of, stuff like that. He doesn't find friends. He's just And even his dad, like he'll go to his dad to harry and harry talks to him they just they're so different they can't really communicate so there's a lot of drama from living in his dad's shadow and the dad not understanding his son because he's so different and it's just like that communication i thought that was a perfect like i thought it was a natural way to continue the story because i felt every one of the harry potter books always had to do with your age like the very first book was when they were young. It was very innocent. Mm-hmm. No one really dies. You know, it was very like very care, care, carefree. Mm-hmm. As each of them progress, they go through different things like, you know, some teen angst, some relationship stuff, you know. So as you read them, as you're getting older, you're growing with the characters. The characters are going through problems that you're going through. So pretty much once you get to the growing up part and you're already an adult, what's next? You know, having a child and dealing with a child. So I thought this was a natural progression to like dealing with that. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's very emotional, like him dealing with that stuff. But halfway, I want to say like a third into the book, they bring up this plot point. I'll get into it later when I get spoiler-tastic. They just bring up this plot point that totally shatters all the rules that J.K. Rowling had brought up in The Wizarding World before. It's like a big retcon. It's like, oh, this should have never happened. And then suddenly in this book, they're like, yeah, whatever. Just to make the book exciting, let's just do this. And I'm like, you can't do that because you never did that in the previous ones. So that already really bothered me, this plot point. And that's pretty much the rest of the book Mm. is that plot point that I couldn't stand. Although it did end pretty strong. So, yeah, once you get to a third of the book, pretty much all the way until like the last act. Yeah. The last act is when it finally does end strong because all the characters kind of come together. Everyone kind of like builds off each other. The characters grow. And that's where I was like, okay, this book is actually getting pretty good. And it ends fairly strong. But the fact that it's a script and not a novel and it's not detailed and the fact that that huge plot point was most of the book and it really bothered me, that's what makes me drop it to a three out of five. Okay. It's funny. Maybe the – Maybe they made they, they made the Broadway play into a book was for the reason that maybe not a lot of people would be able to go to the Broadway play or see it. Live. Oh no no, that's so exactly. Like, hey, man, let's give these people. Let's give us these people. That is exactly the reason why. And then now it's gonna make you want to like, oh shit! I I think I enjoyed this. I would love to see how it actually is acted out live in a play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Before I got here, you know, I already made up my mind about what I thought of the book, and then right before I drove over here, I was like, you know what? Am I? Am I just overreacting? Does everybody love this book? And I'm just kind of thinking, eh. And I read it, and it's extremely mixed. Everyone's all over the place. So I was like, okay, so obviously it's not just me. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, they said that was one of the reasons why they uh, released the book, because they figured the play's only in London right now, 
and everyone loves Harry Potter, so yeah. we want you to do this. So let's just put the script into a book and give it to you. So Man, yeah, interesting. All right, so let's 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 dive into the spoiler part of it. Okay, so guys, this is gonna be very spoiler. So if you haven't read it, or yeah. if you want to be surprised, do not keep listening. I'm, I'm literally gonna hit every twist, so, yeah. so don't listen if you don't. Skip want. ahead for the next maybe five minutes or so, guys. Yeah. All right, Pedro. All right, so. The beginning, I thought it started off really cool because it went through a bunch of twists. So it follows the son. Uh, he goes to school. You can already see he's kind of like a little weird with communicating with his dad because his dad works at the the ministry. The ministry. He is the lead orer. He's pretty much like the police chief. Okay. He's like the one that's in charge of all the orers, which is pretty much the, the wizard cops. So they already mentioned ahead of time that he doesn't really spend too much time with his dad because his dad's always busy, you know, kicking ass or whatever. <laughs> Kicking ass and taking yeah. names. So it's uh, Albus, Albus, the youngest son. It's his turn to go to school, you know? And then it's time to do the sorting hat. Oh, and uh, Ron and Hermione have a daughter. And it's uh, the same age as Albus. Her, her name is Rose, also starting the first year. Right, so, so, hold on, hold on. So is, you're, you're saying that this is the youngest son, right? This is the youngest son. All right, so the, what about his other kids? The other kid, they glimpse at him they kind of mention him he kind of bullies his brother a little bit uh -huh. kind of a dick move and then that's it but then but does he go so all right so does it doesn't delve into whether he went through the same pains and the youngest no, one not at all or, but okay. you assume he doesn't because okay. he seems like he's more like like a jock yes okay so he seems like like i said they, they don't really touch on it but you assume that he was loved so he, he was pretty much uh, cool. He was a cool kid. He was in Quidditch. He was part of the captain. Yeah, he was probably he was like, a badass. Like I said, they don't really whatever. delve. They don't really <laughs> delve into it. But you assume that he's all those things. Okay. Because they don't really talk about it. Okay. Now they just talk about the young son. Yeah. Starting Albus is starting with Rose, okay. which is Ron and Hermione's daughter. And I thought it was kind of cool because Rose, uh, they introduce her like kind of like her mom. She's like, oh boy, we've heard all these stories about our parents, and uh, they met on the train. And they became friends forever. So she's like, all right, when we get on the train, we got to check. We got to look and, and study everyone and see who we're going to meet, who we're going to talk to, who's going to be our friends. And then Albus is like, that's, that's a lot of pressure. Like, we're going to get on the train and, like, meet our friends for life. She's like, yeah, no sweat. And they go in there. And pretty much as soon as they go in, uh, Malfoy's son is there. Oh, His name is Scorpius, also starting his first year. He's in one of the cabins by himself, and they decide to go in there. And then uh, the kid is super fucking cool. I would say he's like the best character in there is Scorpius Malfoy. <laughs> he's like the Ron of the group. Like he comes, he offers them candy. He's super chill. He's like, yeah, you know. So he's completely whatever. nothing like his dad. Nothing like his dad. The opposite. The opposite of his dad. He knows that his dad gives him a bad name because his dad used to be a Death Eater. He knows all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But he's super chill. And then Albus is kind of like, I like this kid. Like there's even a moment where they say they meet eyes and they kind of just go like, yeah, we're, we're going to be friends. <laughs> and then Rose is like, whoa, that's a Malfoy. Our parents didn't like Malfoy, so we can't do that. And she's like, and then he's like, no, I'm going to stay. And she's like, well, fine, you stay, but I'm going to go find me some like real friends. And she leaves. <laughs> so already, already that's kind of where like tensions start growing. So pretty much his best friend becomes a Malfoy. It's already crazy. Oh, and before that. Before that, let me talk. Uh, Albus had mentioned with his dad, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm really nervous about the sorting hat. What if I get sorted into Slytherin? And he's like, don't worry. You can nudge the sorting hat because in the original books, in the older books, Harry 
the the um, the Sorting Hat was trying to decide whether Harry should be in Gryffindor or Slytherin. It was actually down to those two for him, and he said, "Not Slytherin, not Slytherin." The hat's like, "Really? Not Slytherin? All right, fine, Gryffindor." <laughs> That's pretty much in a nutshell what happened with Harry. So Harry kind of told his son, "Don't worry, you could do the same thing." So, anyways, it gets down to the Sorting Hat time, and Rose puts on the Sorting Hat. Gryffindor, boom, she goes to the Gryffindor side. And then Scorpius, boom, Slytherin, no surprise. Yeah. And then it gets to him, and he puts the hat on, and then the hat just, like, hesitates. And it's like, hmm. And then it kind of, it does explain this, that uh, Albus looks at Rose, and then looks at Scorpius. Looks at Rose, and then Scorpius. Kind of, like, implying that he is nudging the hat. And then the hat says, Slytherin. And then everyone just stays quiet and goes, oh, oh shit. shit. Because <laughs> his older brother was Gryffindor. Ah. So everyone's like, Potter and Slytherin? What the fuck? And then Rose is like, this isn't supposed to be happening. <laughs> this isn't how it's supposed to happen. So you hear that that, that Hermione like craziness going on. Yeah. So I thought those were awesome twists. From the get-go, it's just like, did you think this was going to be another Harry Potter adventure? It yeah. flips it on, yeah. on, on its head. Yeah. And I thought that was fantastic. I felt like that's all J.K. Rowling's writing. I thought that was great. Uh, it was a little emotional in the front, in the beginning, like because after that they're like, "Oh, Slytherin, Slytherin," you know, ha. Oh, and then it gets to the part where the I guess their PE class where they first learn to ride a broom. Mm-hmm. You know, they all pull their hand on, they say "up," and yeah. then the broom is supposed to fly up to their hands. They all say "up," and then it flies up to Rose first, and then "up," and then it flies up to Scorpius, and then Albus is like "up, up," and it never flies up to his hand. Oh shit! He couldn't pretty much control the broom so everyone laughs at him they're like haha nothing like your dad so make a long story short he gets bullied for a good portion of it Mm. and they kind of become the introverts him and scorpius because they both get bullied uh because they're like oh you're a malfoy you know death eater you know you're probably not even malfoy's son maybe you're voldemort's son so (laughs) that's a big rumor that pops out too maybe voldemort had sex with your mom or something like that you know like crazy shit yeah so pretty much it just shows that they're kind of like the the, the outcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they're always hanging out together, but they're always cool. So every time Albus is down, Scorpius will be like, yo, at least we got candy, though. And he'll like offer him candy. He's like, he's like the one that always brings the spirits up. All right, that's cool. So that's why I was like, damn, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But then it brings up more of like uh, the dad thing, like him and Harry. So yeah, long story short, him and his dad don't get along too well. They, he can't really communicate with his son. Son can't really communicate with the dad because they're so different. Now, this is the part where... I really started to dislike the book because all that was cool. I loved all those twists. I loved yeah, all that, those that turns. Really cute. Yeah, it yeah. brought it brought yeah. up really good points. Because, uh, like I said, it's a natural progression, bringing up the whole clash between father and son. I thought all that was fantastic. And then they bring up this idea of the time turners, which were the little devices they used to travel back in time, back oh, in the third one. The one that Hermione did to yes, to prisoner jump of between, Azkaban. to jump between classes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So the way that worked, though, the way time travel works, according to the third book, was the twelve monkeys loop. You can't change time. So, for example, there's a part in the book or the movie or whatever where they're walking to Hagrid's, and then Harry gets hit with a rock. He's oh, like, man. "What the hell is that?" Later, and he also gets saved by a Patronus charm, mm-hmm. a stag. Yeah. And he's like, "Holy crap!" That's dad's. That's my parents. Or now, when he travels back in time, he's the one that hits himself with the stone. And he's the one that so saves himself with the stag. Yeah. So you see, nothing changed. It just already happened and he just went through with it. Mm-hmm. That's how time travel should work. 
not in this book. No, no. So they bring up a time turner. They say, oh, they were all destroyed except one. And Harry finds it. And then uh, Cedric Diggory, which was um, this dude from Twilight. Okay. Robert Pattinson. Okay, yes. You know, his uh-huh. character died. Yeah. Yeah, they pretty died. much, again, make a long story short, they pretty much give Harry a whole guilt trip that he died way back then. His dad comes up to him. He's like, my son died because of you. He said, kill the spare. My son was just a spare. How dare you? I hear a rumor you have a time turner. Why don't you go back and save my son? And then Albus hears this. And then uh, Cedric's cousin, which is the one I told you, the new character that I totally had no idea how to visualize her. And then started adding all this shit. Uh She pretty much overhears it too because she's there. And then Albus decides, that's it. I'm going to be the hero Go back you know, in time. I'm going to be the hero like my dad. And okay. I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to fix his wrongs because my dad is imperfect, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to go. So him and um, Scorpius. Oh, by the way, while this is happening, they fast forward the first year, the second year, the third year. They kind of fast forward that his first three years of Hogwarts were absolute shit, Albus. Mm. So this is the third year coming in. They're getting ready to go to Hogwarts. And then Albus has the idea of like, fuck it, let's just steal the time turner and just fix my dad's wrong. So they jump off the train and then they go on their own adventure and then they run into the cousin as well, Cedric's cousin. And then they start fucking with time. They're like, wait, why don't we um, – what, what? and the reason why Cedric died was because – He was saving somebody, be, right? Because he made it to the end with Harry. Yeah. They both grab the trophy yeah. at the same time and it gets transported and Voldemort's there. So he's like, all he needs to do is just lose. Let's make him lose. So they go back to the Goblet of Fire time and then they like Expelliarmus him his his wand out of the way or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they transport back and then they look and they're like man everything pretty much seems the same and then all of a sudden ron and hermione aren't married and then ron doesn't own a joke shop like his brothers do it's like little differences so already at that point i'm like fuck they totally ignored the fact that you can't change time that way so they added this whole other days of future past storyline and pretty much that's the rest of the book it's them Going back, I believe, two more times to change it, and it gets worse. Progressively gets worse. And there's one where they actually decide, fuck it. Let's save him by just embarrassing him, and that way he won't win. And that caused a chain reaction where because they embarrassed Cedric Diggory, he became a Death Eater, and the Death Eater killed Neville. (laughs) And then Neville couldn't kill the snake on time, which in turn killed – yeah, pretty much it caused this butterfly effect of where Voldemort is now in charge of the world. Oh, shit. And everyone's pretty much dead except Hermione and Ron and Snape. Snape is back. There's so much, uh, um, what's the word, fan service in this book. They come up with all these time travel scenarios. They bring back all the characters. Like, do you remember Umbridge, which mm-hmm. is the, 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 the annoying chick that yeah. takes over? They bring her back. She's the headmaster of the school in that one. And then they bring but, back. But wasn't Snape. she the headmaster already? Right, but in this Voldemort world, oh, she is. She is headmaster, she okay. right? And in there, they kill mudbloods. Like you hear screaming, and they're like, "Oh, it's just, uh, it's just not the pure bloods. It's just Muggles we put in the dungeon and kill them." So yeah, they have this crazy Age of Apocalypse mm. type shit where it's a super dark universe, and they got to try and constantly fix it. And they, of course, they add this little. Um, like I said, fan service where Snape, they convince Snape because they know he was secretly undercover. So they're like, Snape, we know everything. And they kind of like prove it. And they're like, you need to help us. And Snape fights 
And he's like, oh, you're named after me and Dumbledore. And he's like, it's an honor. You know, they throw in all these little things. Cheesiness. Yeah. And to me, it felt very fan fiction-y. It felt like someone that was in love with all these Harry Potter stories just sat down after high school and just decided to like. So it it seemed very fake and forced. Yes. It felt like all these characters, it just felt like they wouldn't react the ways they did uh, situations and all that. And of course, the whole time travel, Age of Apocalypse, Back to the Future, Days of Future Past, like all these, this storyline has been done to death countless times, countless times. And most of it, if not the entire book up until that point, was all that. Them traveling back in time and trying to fix shit and still not being able to get along with his dad back and forth. The only thing that saved the book for me, from that point, I was like, man, after such a strong start, like going downhill, what saved it was the very end. I finally just accepted, fuck it. Um, the, they're just going to continue with the stupid time travel plot. They revealed the true villain of the story. Which was, spoiler alert, that wasn't Diggory's cousin, that girl. That was Voldemort's daughter. Uh, oh, yes. shit. So apparently, this is another fan fiction-y thing. That sounds very fan fiction. Very. Apparently, Voldemort had a daughter with Bellatrix. Oh, shit. Which, I guess you can kind of sort of get away with that. It like, kind of, you could kind of see it. You, uh, it kind of makes sense. The thing is, Bellatrix had a husband and everything, so they kind of imply that it was like, Voldemort's like, oh, I need an heir. And it's like, oh, I give my wife to you, my lord. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for the cause. So anyways, they kind of try to tell you that... For the watch. For the watch. So they kind of tell you that, yeah, he's had a daughter this whole time that was in hiding. And now she's back. And she wants to go back in time to change shit so that he's in power. And again, make a long story short, pretty much everyone finds out about this. And they all kind of team up at the end against her. And she's a super OP wizard. Like she could fly without a broom. She can cast spells without wands. Like, she's super incredibly OP. So pretty much the only thing that that saved it was that, was everyone finally coming together. Malfoy, Draco Malfoy, joined in the fight because he was also one that couldn't get along with his son. So they kind of show that him and his son's, like, relationship got repaired. Harry and Albus's relationship got repaired. And they all got together. And the climax of it was uh, Voldemort's daughter was going to go back to the moment where Voldemort goes to kill Harry and he gets weakened. So she's like, wait, if Voldemort never did that, he would never have gotten weakened and he would be all powerful. So she was going to interrupt that. So they all go back to that moment in Harry's house and then they did the whole Barry Allen moment. After they defeat her, because they eventually all team up against her, they're like, wait, now's the moment where Voldemort comes in and has to kill my parents. So they're all hiding in the closet and watching it. And they're like, you should do something to stop. And he's like, no, I can't. And they all watch it happen. Again, the whole Barry Allen moment with the right. watching the mom die. All right, so this is where you're confusing me now. You said there was only one time turner, right? So yes. how, do they, how, how do they keep going back? How do they keep going? To okay, so things? how does she go okay. back now? Like, cause there's, right. there's only one. Okay, okay. So it's pretty much revealed that the reason why there is a last time turner is because Malfoy's dad, Draco Malfoy's dad, Lucius, uh, paid people to create them. And they created like prototypes that were unstable. When you go back in time, you're only allowed to be back in time for five minutes. And that's how they kept going back and forth and changing it. Because they go, they expel the him, and then they get shot back because they can't stay there much longer. But Draco says at the very end, ha, I actually have this superior one. Then I can go back. 
Oh, and then, of course, Voldemort's daughter stole the other one. So they were kind of like chasing after each other through time. So, yeah, you see, this is where it got very fan fiction-y and weird. And yeah. it's been done to death countless times. Like I said, the only thing that really redeemed the book for me was that they finally, like the relationship moments at the very end, I thought were pretty strong, plot aside. And the beginning, all the twists and turns. Mm-hmm. I felt like all that was J.K. Rowling. And then the other two guys came in and they were like, wait, we need like a good crazy shit to happen for this play. And then they came up with that. Mm. So, yeah, that's why I give it my three out of five. Yeah, it's, it does sound like when you have that much people writing something, it, it does sound mm. like it could be influenced by it. It could be messy. Yeah. yeah. And I just hated that it broke that rule. It really broke the, the time travel rule. Like if J.K. Rowling already mentioned that's how it works. Why would you change Because I, I brought this up at work and it was like, well, it's magic, you know? And I'm like, I get it. I get it. But there's still rules. Yeah. Right. Oh, and the other thing that – another thing that pissed me off, Harry Potter could speak parcel, parcel mouth. He was a parcel tongue, which means he could speak like the snake. The snake, yeah. He only did that because he had – The mark, right? The mark, which was a horcrux, mm-hmm. which is a part of Voldemort. Mm-hmm. The reason why he was able to do all this stuff is because he had a little bit of Voldemort in him. Now, when he killed them, they all got destroyed. And even at the end of the final book, he says he can't speak speak it anymore. Suddenly in this book, he's getting headaches and his scar hurts and he has these nightmares. And everyone's like, oh, your scar hasn't hurt in 20 years. And then he's able to speak Snake again. And I'm like, Voldemort hasn't been unleashed onto the world yet. Or you don't have the Horcrux in there. This is all because plot point well, like, could it be the fact that his daughter's around so it's like maybe it's like bringing him out but but he doesn't have that part in there anymore so it shouldn't really be reacting that way mm. at all and, and the daughter's been around so it could have you know it should he should have felt that throughout the throughout through, the years throughout the years at least once in a while suddenly it's like oh it's hurting again of course you could do that argument that you just said but i don't know it just felt very forced it felt like like i said very fan fictiony it was um and that was part of it with all these alternate universes they kept jumping in they kept yeah. it kept introducing all these characters like a great scene with snape and all that and all i could think of was yeah thank you for reminding me how awesome the old books were compared to this thank you <laughs> so i guess they they were trying to give you like a greatest hits of everything they loved but yeah. really all i got was yeah now you reminded me i should totally read the other ones yeah so all right to wrap this up yeah you giving it a three out of three out of five? I yes. mean, three point five out of five or three out of five? No, no, three out of five. I'm not okay. gonna go higher than that. Three out of five. Because yeah, in a nutshell, it was because that plot point I thought was garbage. Yeah. Uh, but the characters, especially uh, uh, Draco's son, Scorpius, is my favorite character. He was the run of it. Uh, those what what really saved the book. So between that plot point and the way that it was like a script rather than a novel, dropped it for me. Yeah. All right. It still is a decent read, but. It just yeah. felt very forced. Yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna be like um, I thought the, the like book, a novelization of the script. No, I, I didn't know it was a script until now. I thought the book was gonna be like kind of like her living in the shadow of like Harry Potter, you know? Yeah. And it kind of like kind of like kind of saying like, what do I do now? I wrote this series of books, and now I have to people are gonna expect greatness from me. So now I'm doing back in, and I thought like she was gonna be a mirror like that. Like yeah. that feeling of like jumping back in, like and going to the, like trying to make things different, like how she did in the beginning. Of how I felt he thought it was going to be one big metaphor for her life. Yeah, like, and okay. she would use. I thought I thought how it's going to be using the kid. What's his name? Albus. Albus as like, like 
Yeah, like, like to symbolize her, you know. Yeah, that's interesting because because um, I, I was in, in thinking of all this and thinking of all, all, all the you know you, how you saying she's jumping back into it, right? But for me, I feel that she already jumped back into it because of the Fantastic Beats and where to find them, right? Yeah. So now, given this, I'm actually looking forward to Fantastic Fantastic Beats and see how yeah. maybe it could be good. Cause you said sorry, there's certain parts you feel that she wrote, yeah. and those parts felt very authentic, very they good. They did. They were so not really interested in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, the relationships were great. It's just the, that crappy rehash plot. So, yeah, hopefully she does a good job with Fantastic Beasts. I'm still looking forward to it, this book I aside. I still am. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. It, pre- it presents a whole new world, <coughs> especially the American side of things, and what they're doing, doing you know, before or during that time with magic, you know? Yeah, it's cool to see that, like in like in Doctor Who, like just just, just mm-hmm. veer off a little bit, but it connects. Everything happens in London, like yeah, like everything. everything. So it's just like uh, London well, is the center of the world, yeah, of the universe. Exactly. <laughs> so it's cool that you know she she like there's other places to go to. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been fine if it was somewhere else too. It didn't have to be America, but still, like that way, it's just magic is not contained to one yeah, location. Yeah. So magic is in the world everywhere. Exactly. So it's cool to see that. Yeah. Hopefully, in in the uh, following sequels of Fantastic Beasts, she jumps into other countries too. Because I'm pretty sure he's looking for Beast again. That's the yeah. whole point of the. And he creates his book. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, he jumps into different countries and how they view magic and how magic is. In he seems like he's courses. a Steve Irwin of yeah. the Wizarding World. That's exactly. What it seems like. So hopefully, looking forward to that. Right, so that's not bad, right? If, it was an okay book. It yeah. seems like it. It yeah, had some good points. It was definitely it was overall. decent, I would say. Yeah. It was decent. But if you're a hardcore Potterhead fan... You're going to read it. I feel... Yeah, you're going to read it, but I feel that you would be disappointed. Yeah. I, maybe. It, it seems like it. I, I, I feel disappointed right now. And I'm not <laughs> even a big Harry Potter fan. Orlando, so you said you had a topic you wanted to hit upon. Oh, well, I uh, saw um, Star Trek... Um, last weekend so i know we did like a review but i want to talk about what I, what I thought about it okay and um during that discussion we talked about um how george Takei didn't really like the um portrayal of zulu yeah and i didn't really say why i kind of just gave you guys a brief like like reason like um like a brief summary of what of why he felt that way but i wanted to read his actual statement on it Okay. So you guys actually have an idea of why he thinks it not it doesn't come from me just seeing it, you know? So let me find it here. Blah 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 blah. So why are you looking for it? What did you think about the movie and what would you rate I it? I really liked it. I I thought it like a four. A four? That's the same rating we yeah. pretty much gave it. Yeah, yeah, like um you guys ha- um you we were talking about it off off um off camera how like Adrian Alba's character, like his motivation, doesn't really come in until the end. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they sprinkled that in a little bit. That he was like, I kind of knew that he was part of that, that um, that crew. Maybe, maybe near, I near the very end. I kind of maybe maybe what it, what happened was since I knew you guys hinted at something, uh, I was looking for it. Oh, okay. that's and, was, and since yeah. I was looking for it, when they kind of saw hints. Yeah. Um, this is gonna go into a spoiler. Let's just start jumping to the spoilers right away. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, since I was looking for, it, I knew that the ship. Cause they go, oh, man, the ship has been there for a while. Why is it still here? I'm like, that's his ship. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, that's his ship. That's obvious. And then to the part where like they're like they're in they're in um they're in the like they're like crashing to like the um, the center of like that um that space uh, colony the space station. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
and he's just like, oh, he looks at the ship and he's like, oh, my, my old friend or something. He's something yeah, like that. My old friend. Like, my old that. friend. So, like, they hint at it, like, uh, like you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. there was there was something there that they hinted at that he's, like, he was, like, left there and, like, the, the, the Federation, like, betrayed him. Blah, 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 blah. Right. They, they assumed he was dead. They didn't even bother to rescue him. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> it was it was there. I, I, I felt like, the, um, like, it was it was there to, like... Still, I, I felt it was a too little too late. Like, by the time yeah. you find out his... And they should have hit it upon a little bit more earlier once he, yeah. had, he already captured the crew. But by the time you realize his motive, he already dies. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm this guy. Ta-da. And then he's dead. And then it's like, you know, it's like that Talia thing in the in the Batman yeah. movie. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I wish they would have hit it upon like when he captured the crew and he was talking to the crew yeah, yeah, maybe. on his planet. That would have been a good way to segue into, yeah. hey, man, I know you guys. Crap. By the time I started kind of caring about him, he was already dead. And I'm like, oh, that's too late. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so um, we were speaking about the diversity. We were speaking that um, Zulu's character, Zulu, Zulu's, yes. I say Zulu. Zulu's character turned out to be gay, which is I saw. I wasn't that a big deal. No, very quick and you know, honestly, like I said, I feel like it's better because you go to love that character after three movies. I, I and, agree with you. And, and when you find out he's gay, it's just like, oh, that's that's cool, and it's not a big deal. So, like he said, George Decay, when they brought it up to him, he says, you know. I'm delighted, I'm delighted that there's a gay character. Unfortunately, it's twisting it's twisting of Gene's creation. Wait, wait, to, and, he, and he means Gene Roddenberry, the exactly, creator of Star Trek. To which he puts so much thought. I really think it's unfortunate. And then he goes on to say, uh, this, is, this movie is going to be coming out on the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. The 50th anniversary paying tribute to Gene uh, Roddenberry, the man whose vision it was who carried us through half a century honor him and create a new character i urge them so he was just saying like this guy already gave you so much like he broke like i said he broke like barriers he did and you know and and fun fact the i don't know if i mentioned this already the first interracial kiss ever in television was on star trek no it it was when uhura kissed uh kirk wow and that scene like got like the lowest ratings because everyone's like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that shit, and it almost got canceled early because of that. So th- they were breaking barriers. You're right, constantly. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to bring, I just wanted to bring it up. You know, like I sometimes we say things here, and it's like, well, they said this, they said that, but right. I we, really we, wanted we, to make sure that. Um, yeah, we paraphrase like yeah, crazy. I wanted to just give you a little background. In that same discussion, I talked. We talked about diversity. Stan Lee said something about making you know spider-man uh black or whatever it was just it was for the rights because sony got the rights to spider-man and and they were making a new movie and they were thinking about how to change like what changes they're gonna do so he said it has nothing to do with being an anti-gay anti-black or anti-latino or anything like that he said latino characters should stay latino black panthers should certainly should, should certainly not be swiss I just see no reason to change that which has already been established when it's so easy to add new characters. Exactly. I say create new characters the way you want to. Hell, I do. I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, the same. I just, we, I just wanted to, you know, like I said, we paraphrasing all the time. I wanted to give you guys legit uh, sources of where I read this, and you know, not just say, "Well, I heard this," and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. to add to our diversity conversation. If you guys want to check that out, you guys can check out. Our previous episode, we talk about diversity in movies, comics, and the media in general. Yeah. And if it's okay or if it's, you know, it's whatever you want it to be. So you guys check it out. Uh, but yeah, but the movie, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, would you agree with me saying that it's the best in that series? 
I don't remember the rest of the movies, honestly. Okay. I don't know if they took a huge gap. I just don't really find them that memorable, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a really huge Star, Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I just thought it was it was funny. It was fine. It, all the characters were great. I thought it was greatly written. And the villain was fine. It just, just it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, next topic I want to bring up is I'm on Facebook today. I'm on Facebook every day. And you see this all the time. Like, you know, you talk to someone at work, and they'll give you, like, hey, how you doing? No, I'm doing well, blah, blah, blah. Small talk. Small talk, and then, you know, whatever. And then, let's say Jim from work or whatever, or Jack or Amy or Adam or Brian or whatever, whoever you want to be. See my work, you do a little small talk, and then you see them on Facebook, and they're like, ah, well, yeah, they should build a wall to keep all these Mexicans out. And you're like, whoa, 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 we were just talking about... About this at work, and you know, like you know, having a little chit chat. You were just a great guy. Like, what's up with this racism? And like, it happens a lot where people are like happily like they express their opinion, and it doesn't be negative. It can be positive stuff, you know. So like, it's social media where like you see like authenticity, authenticity, authenticity. Yeah, damn. Say on, say on. Authenticity. All right. Ooh. Authenticity. Hey, Boom. Give this guy a gold star. Thank you. Thank you, Teach. Yeah, so like, is that where realness happens? We're like, you know. So I feel, even though it's not anonymous, people clearly know who you are on Facebook. I feel that people uh, express their thoughts better when there's no face. Like, I feel like people get kind of scared if like someone's looking at them. Like, if they have an opinion that's off, you know, against the grain, and they got to look someone in the eye, and they're like, oh, I got you know, yeah, not you, dude, because you're you're ballsy as fuck. I was gonna say that, you know, like you're ballsy. You say shit that like pisses people off all the time. We've talked about it. A right, lot of people right. don't like you, right? And the thing is, I was talking to, but you're not normal, right? Right. I, which is awesome. Sure, sure. Yeah. I was talking to Christina about this because she's um, very vocal on, on many issues, whatever, and that's fine if you want to be. And I, she's like, oh, you know, she, she's inc- like sometimes we talk about those things, and she's like, oh, why don't you write about that? Like, if someone, or like, oh, why don't you see that post and someone's going saying these horrible things? Why don't you comment on that? I'm like, what's the point? Like, uh, what? what, what I why, agree with why, that. why am I gonna? I'm adding into this. I'm yeah. adding into this thing where like I, I always yeah. Like we're gonna argue back and forth, and who cares? Like and no that, one wins. And no one's gonna win. Right. It's the internet. They're not so, gonna convince anybody. So you know, like I, I said, for example, I had this. Um, one, That's called feeding the trolls. You I never ha- do that. I have exactly. one scenario. You know, but that even even if it's not, I'm not saying like there's some people who argue that who argue with you, and then obviously they're just there to get you upset, and they just want you to get you upset. Right. But I just don't see the point of even if like someone there is like, you know what? Hey, let's have a clear discussion about it. I, I don't see it. Well, even if it, if it does happen, I just don't see the point in it. Like, I don't see the point. Like, let's if we're having, I want to have a discussion in person. Like, I don't, yes, I want to talk it out in person. I don't want like this whole like screen thing where like eventually it'll get lost into my feed. Yeah, and and, and, and also remember that Key and Peele skit. Sometimes you'll t- type something and they take it a different way. Yeah, yeah. The, so it's I, the inflection. Yeah, tone and mood is compl- completely you know like. Uh, oblivious neutral when it comes right, to it yeah so yes i agree completely yeah so like i mean um so i had this conversation with um i had so one this one time i did vocalize my thought on something and on, um, like facebook or something on facebook and like it was like i was like at, then they proved it proved to me like you know what? i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna vocalize my opinion on it so whatever so um Wait, did you say something and people just no 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 no, no. Oh. Uh, it was not like that i commented on somebody's thing oh so um Someone I know, whatever they they posted up this article and it was like about about vaccinations and they go, you know, 
Um, vaccinations that, are bad and blah, that blah, was blah. a very big topic right. huge, and w- huge. When, when it hit that when of right. course when disney had that problem with that what what was it that measles spread? the measles spread because right. some kid wasn't right. vaccinated and you know yep it just, it just yeah yeah so someone sure. wrote someone wrote a, or someone wrote a post saying something like oh like this is why i'm getting vaccination blah blah and then they just read, they posted on the article mm-hmm. and the article goes to say like oh you know it's and it's hashtag vaxxed vaxxed is a movie about um, vaccines relating to autism, mm-hmm. right? So, which was disproved? Which was disproved? I was gonna say, was that a pro? Like, it, it, it was against vaccine. Movie. It was against. It was against, against vac- vaccines. It was against vaccines for saying that vaccines led to, to higher au- rates of autism. Right. Okay. But, yeah. but that movie was made from for some, that from from someone's opinion that was not medically that was not scientific. Right. It was just someone's opinion about it. So right. it got. So it court, disproved. Yeah, it, it was it was been disproved over and over. Right, but it's right, still, right. It, it still exploded, and people still carry that. Right, yeah, right. and people still carry. People like you know a lot of actors believe this, and so people still rally up, rally, rally up against this idea yeah. that you know. And it's it's fine if you want to. That's fine. Whatever. Like if you want if you want to believe whatever you want to believe, that's fine. If yeah, I, yeah. I'm not here to prove you wrong. Yeah, sure. I'm not gonna like I said, and that's the thing. I don't feel like to argue with you. But I read the article, and it was just like you know. um Oh, man, I'm doing what I shouldn't do, paraphrasing. But basically, I'm not going to look it up right now. But yeah, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Basically, where it was like, oh, look at this uh, movie, this movie, yada, yada. Like, oh, they're, you, should, you shouldn't do that to your kids. And you know you know they proved it. You know they proved that this links to, to autism, blah, blah. Like, in, in, they said, like, they said, oh, you know, uh, this, uh, there was a study done and it proves it, blah, blah. And so I comment back saying, you know, I was like, it's been, pro- it's been proven that... Um, that vaccines don't lead to autism, you know? And then she's like, oh, my problem with vaccines are not about autism. And nowhere in the art, if you, and if you, and they said, if you read the article, you would see what, you would see that it's not about that. And I highlighted the part about this in the article. And then I just screenshot it as the comment, <laughs> you know? Like, I was just like, and then the thing is, it's hashtag vaxxed which is the name of the movie so right. like this is a promotion for the movie yeah it's also talking about these issues with vaccine and blah blah, blah. and but it's basically a promotion for the movie that's basically mm. what the article is and then they dec- they deleted my comment and i just didn't write back uh, so i'm just like this is what happens like i yeah. I, I say something and then, yeah. then like you could take my words and you could screw them and you think i'm like, attacking you or something like that and either way it means nothing because you could delete me or you could yeah. Just bash on me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now this person who I, I so in the end, exactly who really won that argument? Yeah, no, it, it, and it wasn't an argument really. And the thing is, I look, I understand it. Vaccine have chemicals that you think is gonna harm your kids in the future. Fine, that's fine. They're your kids. They're, They're your fine. kids. You want to do whatever you want. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But like my thing, especially with autism and like if you want, don't do that because like if you don't spread that message at least because then. You're going to send a picture like there are families out there who have vaccinated their kids, and then they, their kids be, turn out to be autistic. You're harming those families by saying that. Mm-hmm. You're saying this is your fault. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like it's messed up because then it's like, hey, guess what? It's not your fault. It was proven that there is no link. The guy who was who the scientist who was doing the research was being paid mm-hmm. to to false to to produce false data, yeah. and his colleagues didn't back him up. They're like, whoa, whoa, this is. When they found out, they said they they everyone literally said like nope, we're not gonna back you up. And like he had to publicly say he lied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he like publicly said exactly. Lied. So it's like 
it's I I understand why this belief still continues. It's because you know it's it's it is um it's that fear, man. It's fear, but also like you 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 only hear about it once how it's proven, but you hear about it several times how it's been proven because of mm. this false data, and then you yeah. have actors coming out like. Uh, Jim Carrey and stuff like that saying oh this has happened this is true blah blah so then you have all these other re- regions to go to like oh well if it's not true why did this person say yeah. so why did this person say I so I love Jim Carrey why, why does, would he say that why doesn't this say so and you have so many articles saying that this is what you know you have so many articles of this proving uh, um, this not are not for vaccines so you see why blah 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 and I get it you want to pile that up and you want to make an argument in your case cool beans that's fine but you're harming those, those parents that do have those kids you know what i'm saying are you feeding the wrong information to right. future parents exactly and 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 it's it's fine like i said like if you think this is harmful vaccines are harmful that's fine if you want to say that that's fine that's cool i have no problem with you saying that but saying it is linked to that you're doing harm to at least those parents like that and i have other issues that i'm not really that i'm not really that I don't we don't talk about really but i'm just saying like it's it's facebook is one of those things where like that, that discussion would have been face to face, and literally it would le- have a legit like end. End. It would have. I oh well, this is what I think, and this is why I want to like Like, look, listen, this, and then she would have been yeah, like, oh, oh yeah, like, oh okay. You see, in your in your Facebook thing, you know, she deleted you because you made her look stupid. Because she put she you you mentioned that she put like oh you know it doesn't mention that in the article and you're like yeah it does and well, then I she's mean, like oh this thing is making me look stupid well, so I mean you can you can do that but I mean I'm, I'm not trying to make you look stupid but of course but that's maybe how she thought right of course of course comment, of course, you know of course yeah and but the thing is it wasn't even it wasn't even just the leaving the comment it was I think she deleted her comment as well about oh you didn't read it and it was just like like why like why like like you could have been like you, she could have been like oh um i didn't see that part or something or something i oh, read the but, first but either, part but either way it would have made her seem stupid because right. she's saying that right. oh it's not in the article but clearly then i yeah. mean you didn't read the article because right. it does mention it right you know? right so like i just i didn't want to yeah maybe maybe i went the wrong way because i didn't want yeah, you did yeah. the right thing yeah. dude it does mention it like right. that's it like yeah was, <laughs> so yeah so i didn't want i like i said like i didn't cut back I didn't call it back, and I was, I, and I wasn't like, oh, well, yeah. And then I saw that person like a day later, and I didn't even say anything. I'm like, oh, you know, like, what's Man, the point? It happened online, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, but you know, going back to our, our the main thing, it's like you know, we see, I see people like legit almost for who they are on Facebook more than in person, right? You know, like. Like I see it more where like even our friends who go through things they'll write something like oh I mm-hmm. didn't know they went through this or oh man I'm not sure I didn't know they were going through this yeah. and they write it on Facebook instead of sending me a text or when I talk to my person they're like oh we're good yeah you know and it's it's like it's social media like that like it's social media where you guys think it, it it's happening where like people are more expressive like well, I, I, people just a lot of people don't feel comfortable saying things to other people like I said it, it's it's all about saying it to a face or saying it to a, a a screen or right. a keyboard people feel more comfortable just throwing it out there in the ether you know and, and I, i've noticed that time and time again like why do you think there's so much like cyberbullying because they don't have balls to say it to your face so right. they say it to you by texting to right. you or whatever posting pictures it's just without an actual face to fight back people feel more ballsy people feel more brave right the internet trolls and all and so on so i i think it's just that just the social media version of it it's just also you know social media gives people the platform and the ability to voice their opinions, to express themselves in a manner they probably wouldn't be able to do in person, you know? Um, so it, it helps them 
voice their way the thinking the way they view things the way of everything because that pretty much social media is a big sharing platform if nobody shares it doesn't work right you know what i'm saying so it, it has a it, it ha- that whole sharing aspect allows people to sh- voice their opinions share their stuff and have people maybe like oh yeah i agree with you or yeah that's cool and then they share it to other people and they get shared and get shared and get shared and it, that's why people do that because they they want to voice their opinion. They want to tell tell people about things so people, other people could agree with them or disagree with or have. Yeah, you know, people want to feel like you know, like they're not the only one. Yeah, I say this and I'm like, I'm not the only one, right? Yeah. Like, of course not. And, and here's and, a, and then and then twenty likes and you're like, yeah, yes, I'm yeah. not the only one. Yeah. And then people are writing back, writing back saying, yeah, of course, and blah blah blah. Yeah. And, and that, that's why people yeah, do it. Yeah, and it's more really like more positive reinforcement. It's like, all right, let's, more this, this, this is working. This is working. Let's keep yeah. doing this. And then, of, of course, you know, there's some sometimes people, like, let's say, if they were to tell you, hey, I'm feeling like this, you know, you probably wouldn't care, but you probably would care. Right. But, but, but oh, I wouldn't sucks know that. and move on. Yeah, right. but I wouldn't know that. You right. know, but at least online, if someone were to post it, they're throwing it into the world. Like at least they're letting it out, and it's also they don't have to repeat the same story. And they don't have to repeat times. it, or or they don't have to see your reaction to it, or 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 do anything. They're just putting it out there, and they're letting it out that way. It's like a public journal. Yes, yeah. and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I guess you're right because you journal. when you ask someone how was your day, yeah, they're gonna say good, uh, unless, or good, or or great, or unless whatever. you already have that established communication. Right. They're like, yeah, oh, man, my day this happened to you. Blah, 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 right, blah, blah, but, blah. yeah, and so like. Majority of the time, you know, majority of the people work eight-hour shifts. They come home, and you talk most of the time. At least for me, I'm not sure for you guys. The dynamic of coworkers isn't always friendly. It's always just, it's co- it's work. You know, what professional. I'm saying? Professional. Yeah, because anything you say, you get exactly. Can't. So, so it's you how you're doing. It. You have to keep. It yeah, so it's always how you doing. Great. How's your day? Good. How's your weekend? Fantastic. Yeah. But online, it's it's all hold, no holds barred. It's like, how was your day? Shitty. Why? Well, John, he sucks. Well, yeah. Well, what'd you do over the weekend? I got fucking hammered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I journal. guess, and I guess it's okay. And then it, it just that that point where like people comment and they like it. It's like you know yeah. what? Yeah, fuck yeah. People agree with what I'm saying. Yeah. People like what I'm doing. And yeah. This is good. Yeah. And, and it's, it's top of that, like, let's say, how was your weekend? Did you see my post? You saw how crazy I went this weekend, man. I was going crazy, you know. Yeah. So sometimes you don't even ask that question anymore because you already know their life because you follow them online right, and you already right, know right. they. You know, saying like, damn, you, probably what you talk about is like, hey, man, man, it would have been awesome if I was there. You know, or see that video shit. I posted. You guys just talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, someone, someone always um on my work, my job, they're always tagging me and stuff at, at work, and they're like, oh, you never like it, or you never share it or anything. You don't see it, and I'm like, I'm letting you know right now. I see everything you tagged me in everything i just never like it i see it i see it at one time he put something funny and i think it was like um um something about like the elections like donald trump or hillary and it was like i vote for no one something something like that something like i'd rather die something like something stupid it was funny though and i commented i'm like you finally post something like worthy worthy yeah like you probably you probably post something good and then at work, he's like, oh, I, I see you. You noticed. You noticed. <laughs> it's like, I always noticed. I'm not, like, I, I, it, it tells me, like, that you did something. So but, I'm going to look. I, that's exactly what it is. It's a validation. Yeah, yeah. You people made, want. You made that guy's day. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you noticed me. People, that's why people post things online. They search for validation. They search right. for 
people to agree with their comments and ideas yeah. and thoughts and that's, that's why they post it online yeah. that's why they share everything online when, when, when they post a status update it only gets one like they're gonna be like fuck yeah dude they're, they're, that's a horrible post <laughs> or, or they put something man Mondays right and then everyone gives them 50 yeah. likes and they're like yeah and Monday then, and then next week they'll be like oh another Monday and another I mean I post like, on, on social media but mostly just bogus stuff it's nothing like it's nothing, nothing too crazy. It's yeah. either like either most of the time either Christine's handling it because she's posting photos of us together, or she's writing stuff on my wall or whatever. Or I'm just putting up photos of just random stuff I find funny. Yeah. But I'm, I'm never fully like, like I'm never giving you my opinion on something. Yeah. Or I'm speaking I, verbally I, about. I, I, something. I actually make a rule of that too because yeah, we don't want no conflict or any of that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I just don't like. Because the thing is, like me personally, like, like if you. Talk anyone who knows who talks to me in person. I'm like you know no holds bar. I'm going to tell you how I feel, and sometimes I'm going to say horrible you know things you might not agree with. And yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can be offending. Sometimes it might not be. You know, yeah. who knows? But yeah, I'm going to say know. it to you in, in person. Yeah. And I and I was talking to Christina about this. He's like, oh, why don't you you know comment on that thing or say this? You know, you should be you should be vocal. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, well, I'll I'll be vocal when you're there. When like it's it's there. Like when you're face to face. Like throwing it out there, sometimes I don't feel like it's like it's worth it. You know? I don't see the fun of sharing. Like um, this guy's brutal though. Like it, <laughs> you with your opinions, I've seen how you are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I just I, t- I tell it, I tell it how how. how no, 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 that's the thing. You tell it how it is. The right. thing is, people expect you know. Just, just give them an example. Someone just had a baby. They're like, oh, isn't he cute? And then they'll be like, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're all right. And they're like, what do you mean it's all right? It's my baby. And you're like, eh, I don't know, whatever. Oh, doesn't it look just like me? I don't think it looks like any of you. you know, like, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that's You're that type of person, which I'm not saying that's wrong at all. It's just no, no one expects that. that. No right. one expects that. Everyone expects no one expects that, expects that honesty. They, they want to be buttered up. And that's know? why, like, especially at work, when you used to work at that place, a lot of people didn't like you because you said shit like that. Yeah, and that yeah. was a place with a lot of kiss ass. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah. In general, when I'm like, I talk to somebody, that's more comfortable. Like, if you, if you dislike it, I can tell by your your face. So it tells me, okay, you know what? Let me let me let me back off. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, maybe I crossed the line, and that's better for me because I cross the line all the time when I speak. So it's like it's better for me to know that like I've I've got I got there. You know, mm-hmm. and um. Online, I feel like there isn't anything to stop me. You there know? is no dislike button. Yeah, there there is is no... <laughs> that... or, or you can literally just comment dislike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like, I mean, sometimes, sometimes there are some issues that I feel. Sometimes I, I, I like, you know what? Maybe I should say something about this because it, it bothers me. Like, it, it bothers me. Like, sometimes things happen. And I'm just like. Why do people think like this? It bothers me. And like, you know what? You have a platform. That's why we have a podcast where we can actually talk about and discuss it. Yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, maybe one and day that's we'll... that's how you let it out. Yeah, maybe one day we'll talk about those certain things. Yeah. You know? And, like, if it gets to that point where, like, it bothers me, and, like, and just talking to Christina about it, talking to somebody about you it, you like, you know what grinds my gears? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll say it on a post or something. Because sometimes, you know, yeah, I, I, sometimes I do feel like it's, like, writing something. But it's just, like... I always, I always maintain, I keep it because I'm just like, what's the point? I'm gonna say this, and then people are gonna argue with me, and it's just like I don't, like I had to literally stop, like I, I literally had to unfollow somebody on Facebook because they were posting stuff. And I'm just like, like why are you like this is just like what you're doing is it's messed up, like it's 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 ridiculous, and um, um, they're they're posting stuff like um, 
the the guy who got shot, um, the black guy got shot recently. Um, I forgot his name. The one where the girlfriend recorded it. Exactly him, and and so this guy posted something like um, like his girlfriend like smoking or something like weed. Like that means anything. And it's like oh look at her, blah blah. Like what? Like what are you? Some dude is dead, and you're doing this to like justify some guy dead? Like like he's I, he's he's trying to like discredit. Exactly. I'm just like what, what is this? And I, I literally had to stop like. Like following mm-hmm. that person, mm-hmm. like, I just I didn't want to. But the thing is, like, I'm not gonna. I'm not. And I'm not gonna There's argue no with point, them. Man. Yeah, yeah no I'm not point. gonna argue with them. And just like, and that was that was the thing. I was like, I know this person. Like, I know this person. Like, legit. You know what I'm saying? I I know them. Like, I see them sometimes. Blah, blah blah. And I'm not gonna argue with you. Like, I'm just like, I'm just not going to. I know where it's gonna go. Yeah. It's gonna just be like stupid. It's gonna be nothing. Exactly. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like erase you from my mind, like, like mm-hmm. the, that you exist in this social media world. Yeah. And when I see you, we'll talk, we'll be cool, blah blah. But social media, like, I don't want to see this. I don't want. I, I rather prefer the oh hi Jim or how did they are oh, I did how to I took the kids out to, for barbecue and you know yeah bought a little Jimmy a little a bike and Stacy I got her the dolls that's cool Jim I prefer that conversation than oh yeah these Mexicans get them for the fuck out of here like whoa 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 get. Jim, keep that racist shit over there. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to see that side of Jim, and that's a, yeah. that's the side I was seeing of this guy. But I'm pretty like, sure maybe that post got a lot of comments, got a lot of reactions. Right, and I'm sure it got and, a lot of likes. Yeah, it's it's cool. You know? And that's and that's why they do it, dude. Yeah, that's why that's why people do that shit and on social media. Is, but the thing is, honestly, it you even if it's a negative thing, I mean, if you feel that way, but it, honestly, you should. Honestly, it's negative to us because we view it as like that's fucked up, dude. Right, like, exactly. Why would you even do that? That's, that's ignorant. You right, know what I'm saying? right, right. But there's people who agree with him or yeah. like minded stuff, you yeah. know. So that's why they do it. Right. And I mean, I'm like, like, like you know and, what? And, 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 but it, it it goes to show that it sucks. That there's people out there that that do those things, dude. Like, yeah. Like, like, why would you waste your time? Like, why? Yeah. Like. Like what happened to you that made you think that way? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't know, and then I'm I'm always I'm I'm down for like you know you speaking your mind and you want to you know you want to be a douche or you want to not be a douche but you want to be you know free that's fine you speak your mind that's fine, and like I'm not gonna tell you not to I prefer you saying saying what you want to say because you know you should be authentic you should be real you know what I'm saying and if you want to be like say harshful things or negative things that's fine, and so I I just I just I don't know I just I I I feel like when it comes to social media it's like like, do I prefer gym at work or gym at home? You know, like, do I want to see all this? Like, I don't know. No. And it's just, okay. I, I don't know which one I prefer. Like, do I, the fakeness or the realness sometimes, you know? That's the thing with social media. It, like, like you said, it's a platform to speak your voice. And the loudest ones are usually the ignorant, stupid ones. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones you hear the most. And the ones that actually are sound in mind or whatever are they're, the ones that, like you said, the quiet ones. Right, right. Like you, for example, they would actually throw in your two cents. You're like, what's the point? Which is what... The smart people think, "What's the point?" Exactly. That's why. That's why when you turn on media, social media, like any of that, you any, any, any of those outlets, all you see is hate, and that's because those are the ones that are just yeah, hurt, you know? hurt. they're feeding into that. Yeah, yeah, while the other ones are just like the, the, the smart ones don't bother with that ignorance, dude. and they the ones that do, they get it. swallowed up with more of it. So. Yeah, and they, and, and they, uh, so like let's say somebody comments on an ignorant post, right? So let's say that person, whatever they posted that up, you comment smartly, intelligently, facts. Whatever, and blah, other, blah, blah, blah. The other one's going to reply in all caps lock. And then somebody, <laughs> that, that person replies in all caps lock, and then he gets his bob of like-minded people and attack you, and that's it. There yeah. goes your... And yeah, and then I'm, yeah, like... And, and the thing is, it, the thing is, it's, it's I don't know, dude, I, like, Christine, champion of social media, 
You know, she owns that you know, Justice Warrior, and she'll argue the White Knight. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's she, cool, she dude. Really white knights, and that's cool. And I think Chantel does that a few times. She's done it a few times. She just blocks you and bans you and totally yeah, but she but she, she'll tell you like off. You know, I've seen her yeah. a few times. Oh, she does it in person though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she does it in person. I see. I've seen it in social media before. Where she, I'm sure she has. Yeah. If it's a family member, yes. Yeah. So so like I've seen it before. So it's just like you know, and that's cool, dude. Like people. People need to know that this stuff is not okay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This this is not cool for you to say this. And like, it's just exhausting, right? And like, I mean, so like for example, with Christine, like she had the argument with this guy on Facebook, and this guy was just like, "Oh, if you're pregnant, like the the baby is my pretty much property, and like, <laughs> and it's like I do what I want, and that's you have no say in it. And then if you think, oh, and if you think any else, like otherwise, like um, it's amazing. There's people like that, like um. Like something like oh, if you like abort your baby, there's no value in you. Like your your there's no value in you or your vagina or whatever. And it was just like what the hell? And she went off, like legit off. And it's and it was it was awesome to see. You know what I'm saying it's cool right. to read. It's like what the fuck? Like yeah. these are the people who are like what the fuck? Like like why are you saying this stuff? Yeah. Like who do you who's gonna agree with you? Like I know what you're trying to say that it's good she does that because at least people that read that they look down and go you know what not everyone's fucked up There's yeah at least exactly someone. exactly and you know what? it's 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 cool to so, so so you won't change the mind of the idiot yeah. but at least you can give everyone else like a morale boost of like you know what that was good the internet isn't totally bad yeah so, I, I I see your point and sometimes when that when when those things happen you, you see the people like the comment more than yes, the post and yes. that's awesome too you know yeah right? yeah yeah. But yeah, it's it's an interesting dynamic of how what we see in our society right now, how social media has given a voice to to both good things and bad things. Yeah, and, and like I said, we we've been talking about a lot of negative stuff, but then people do talk about great things, you know, empowering things. Yeah. Like it's just the negative is always louder, but yeah. absolutely, there's, there's yeah. positive. And yeah, it's also that's you know, like you see a positive thing, you click on it, you know, and you forget about it. You know, like you're, you're like, oh, that's cool, blah blah, and you don't remember it. But that guy who teed you off. Yeah, I guess that's that stings a little bit. Well, that stings yeah. me feel a little bit longer. It does, dude. It does. Um, but it, it social media helps out in the various forms depending how you use it and how you want it to be used, and so it just depends on how how people view it, man. And if you use it for the right or wrong things, yeah. But social media that that's what it is. It gives voice to the and, people, and it it's here them. to stay. So yeah. we gotta. Yeah. It gives them a uh, microphone. We gotta yeah. adapt. Yeah, for 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 what it's worth, I I, I do. Negative or positive, I think you should voice your opinion. Whatever it is, you shouldn't be like silenced. You know, even mm-hmm. if it's a negative thing, you should have a platform. That's fine. You can use it as a tool or a weapon. Either way, you you do what you want. Everyone has an opinion, right? So there's nothing you can do about it. Like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We brought you a lot of information on this episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it all. Let us know. In the comments, uh, send us emails at popcornheroes at gmail.com. What do you actually think about what we just said right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very powerful topic. Um, and hopefully, at some other point, we get a chance to explore it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so let us know what you think. Do you agree with our opinions or not? And uh, let us know your stories of what has happened to you online. Um, follow us on Instagram at popcornheroes underscore. Twitter, popcornheroes. Facebook Popcorn Heroes. <laughs> everything's uh, is Popcorn Heroes. You could it's easier if you just go on our Facebook and there's literally links to everything right there. Yes, there is. Boom. And uh follow us on uh subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Right. 
Follow us on uh, iTunes. Give us five stars, guys. We haven't said that in a while. No, we haven't. No, you haven't. Yeah. You got to forget about the five. Five stars, guys. Five stars. Only five. Four through one through four don't exist. Exactly. Only five stars. Exactly. Five. <laughs> and uh, I guess that's it, guys. So, until next time. All right, later, guys. Later. Thank you.